Life Audio. Hello. Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, the podcast that examines one verse each day to learn more about God and His will for us. I'm your host, Jennifer Slattery, and after this short word from our sponsor, we'll dive into today's Bible verse, Psalm 73, 15. Did you know that the Salvation Army not only provides services to those in need, but we also produce a network of Christian podcasts you can listen to on your favorite podcast store? One of these shows, Words of Life, is a 15-minute weekly show featuring interviews, testimonies, Bible studies, and more. In April, we'll once again hear from author and pastor Natalie Runyon. She has created a new six-week discipleship course for women to talk about community, women in leadership, accountability, and more. We want discipleship to be what's drawing people, not bounce houses. They're more likely to come back and not just to be entertained. Even in me, you know, making him have to pry it from my hands, he was still saying, but I have something better. It was because of the redeemed saying so, of telling the story of what God had done. When we point people to him, they're going to want to know him. Listen to Words of Life on your favorite podcast store or visit wordsoflifepodcast.org. Well, good day to you. It's Joel with The King Country dropping in to let you know that our brand new film, Unsung Hero, is in theaters now. It's Luke here. We've teamed up with the creators of Jesus Revolution to bring you this adventure of a lifetime. It's a powerful, true story about a family uniting, growing in their faith and facing the impossible together. In theaters now, unsunghero.movie for more information. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Today's Bible verse is Psalm 73, 15. If I had spoken out like that, I would have betrayed our children. We live in what I would call the no-filter era, where many of us have grown so accustomed to voicing our opinions on everything and our emotions with little thought as to how our venting might affect others. As the leader of a teaching ministry that encourages soul-deep emotional healing, and who continually challenges my team to write and speak with vulnerability and transparency, I'm certainly not advocating suppressing or denying one's emotions or hiding behind overly cheerful platitudes. But I am reminding us all of our call as Christ followers to love others as we love ourselves, which means using our words intentionally, recognizing the damage or healing, strengthening or discouraging power of our tongues. As an aside, I would love to invite those of you who are ministry leaders to contact me through my website, Jennifer Slattery Lives Out Loud, if you would like to book myself or one of my teammates to speak at your next women's event. We would love to encourage you and your ladies to experience greater emotional and spiritual freedom in Christ, which is where God is always leading us, and which was where, based on Psalm 73, verse 1, he eventually led Asaph, the man who penned today's verse as well. Based on what we read in 1 Chronicles 25, verse 1, and 2 Chronicles 29, verse 30, Asaph was a royal singer, a musician, and a prophet during the time of David, ancient Israel's second king. As is the case with most worship leaders today, his position would have led to great prominence and influence. People probably viewed him as a role model. 
someone they could learn from, someone they expected to maintain a close and vibrant relationship with God. And this, of course, would have led to all sorts of assumptions, including that he held a secure, immovable faith, free of doubt or despair. And maybe that's why, in part, his words hold such value for you and I. They remind us that everyone, even the strongest, even the most spiritual among us, on occasion, wrestle with doubt. And while it's true, our doubts, when handled poorly, can lead to decreased faith and increased anxiety and discouragement, they can also lead us to increased faith. They can lead us to echo Asaph's words in Psalm 73, 1, Surely God is good to Israel, to those who are pure in heart. Reading the passage that follows reveals that the psalmist's praise was hard won, and it came from a place of deep struggle. But as for me, he wrote in verse two, my feet came close to stumbling. My steps had almost slipped. In other words, I was in a rough place where I almost lost my faith, where I wasn't sure that God was good and kind and loving and just. Why? Because his circumstances and his perspective of those circumstances, his temporary human vision appeared to suggest otherwise. When he looked about, it seemed like those who did evil not only got away with it, but actually prospered while the righteous suffered. Maybe you felt the same. Maybe you invested hours in a project only to watch a lazy, careless, and unscrupulous coworker take the credit and receive the raise and the promotion that otherwise would have been yours. Or maybe you're enduring the heartbreaking effects such as friendships, opportunities, or respect loss of someone else's slander. And it appears as if God is doing nothing to repair the damage. Or maybe someone stole from you, manipulated or deceived you in a life-altering way. Such situations can make us question God's justice. Does he really hold people accountable for their actions? Does he truly reward those who do good? When these types of questions arise, we tend to respond in one of two ways. We might suppress our doubts. We might allow them to sweep us further from God and his truth. Or we can view them, when brought directly to Christ, as avenues to deeper faith and increased intimacy with the one who has promised to lead us to all truth. When we suppress our doubts, this can also lead to a shallow, untested faith, whereas remaining focused on them without questioning them or our perceptions tends to lead to increased anxiety, uncertainty, and distrust for God. And when we start verbalizing everything we feel without being conscious of those around us, we can lead them to increased anxiety, uncertainty, and distrust for God as well. However, when we bring our doubts and most intense emotions to God, he meets us in that place. We experience him on a deeply personal level as he speaks the words of love, truth, and assurance we most need to hear. And this is precisely what Asaph experienced. He didn't deny his emotions. He didn't censor his questions. For over 10 verses, he openly expressed his deep inner angst. He wrote with such raw transparency. Had he done so openly, so publicly, he could have caused those he led harm. Maybe those who were struggling in the same way, and maybe those who didn't know who to turn to in the midst of their struggle, and maybe even those who were barely hanging on to their faith and their hope. His words could have initiated and fueled doubts that led to skepticism that soon turned to contempt and disdain, but they didn't because he recognized the impact of his words stating to God himself as recorded in today's verse, if I had spoken out like that, I would have betrayed your children. 
Now, notice what he did instead. Verses 16 to 17 state, When I tried to understand all this, it troubled me deeply. Till I entered the sanctuary of God, then I understood their final destiny. In other words, he recognized his perception was faulty and his understanding limited. And so he brought his struggle, his doubts to God. He entered God's sanctuary. He encountered God personally. And through that personal encounter, God spoke and helped him view his circumstances and the world through an eternal's perspective. This led him to say, surely God is good to Israel, to those who are pure in heart. Because he recognized his faulty perception, because he guarded his words, because he sought God in his struggle, his words have provided encouragement for countless others wrestling with discouragement and doubt. That's not to say we should never share our struggles. We need one another. We need deep relationships with strong men and women of God who can walk beside us, who can listen without censor or judgment, who can point us to Jesus. But wisdom and love recognizes that not everyone is spiritually and emotionally strong enough to fill that role. Therefore, we use our words with caution, always considering how they might impact others and recognizing that we receive the greatest comfort, peace and assurance from God himself. We never have to censor our words with him. To the contrary, he invites us all to enter the sanctuary of his presence, to unveil the deepest, darkest, most wounded and confused places in our hearts to him, knowing he will never turn us away and that he will in his timing and his way through his perfect love and wisdom, give us all that we need to stand secure in him. Let's pray. Holy Father, thank you for this example you give us in scripture of someone who was honest with their emotions but who took their doubts, their questions, their emotions straight to you and who guarded his words, waiting until you had given him the solution, the answer in you before making his words public. Give us wisdom as well to know who we can talk to, who we should talk to, who's emotionally and spiritually strong enough to handle our doubts, our fears, and our most intense emotions. But thank you that you always can handle everything that we bring. You know us fully, you love us deeply, and you give us the assurance and the comfort and the love that our souls seek. It is in the name of your Son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus, that we pray. Amen. Your Daily Bible Verse is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. In a world where relationships are easily broken and often discarded, the Rebuilding Us Marriage Podcast is your lighthouse, guiding the way to hope, restoration, and transformation in Christ. I'm your host and marriage coach, Dana Shea. Join me as we discuss the necessary tools for rebuilding marriages from adversity, betrayal, and disconnection. It's time to reignite love as we rebuild marriages from the ground up. Listen to the Rebuilding Us Marriage podcast on lifeaudio.com or wherever you get your podcasts.